Welcome to this edition, this episode of the X Podcast. How are my my guys, my friends? Um, Braves win. Braves. <laughs> Braves are just dying to say that. Can we get a close up of yeah. Atlanta boys hat over here? I love it. It's a beautiful gift from uh, Hunter McGonagall. I was asked what the hearts and the golden halo mean. I don't know. It means you love them. But I love yeah. them. And uh, this was sentimental for me. I'm not, for those that know me, I'm not the biggest sports fan in the world. Ooh. But I was trying to find pictures last night. I couldn't find them. I asked my dad if he had Polaroids. But one of my favorite memories, third grade, me and my dad were at the 1995 oh, yeah. World Series one. game against the Cleveland crazy. Indians. And growing up. Guardians. The year I was born. Soon to be Guardians. Oh, that makes me feel really old. Mm. Um, my first age. speeding ticket I ever got was on the way to a Braves game in college. Um, yeah, just, it was, it was really cool. Mm. In a weird series because, you know, they're talking about they really had so a bad record. So you're saying that you've done the battle chop before. Oh, absolutely. Have you repented? Yeah. Not <laughs> yet. That is the that least, is now it's new. That that is the least woke correct. thing you've ever done. <laughs> but they still do it. They yeah, do it. They do. Yeah. Well, Listen, I yeah. grew up a Canal Chester Indian, so I, I'm all about it. Cleveland but you were cheering Guardians. for They're changing. Their, they took all the stuff off the signs as we speak. Really? Yeah, they're actually starting to remove all the Indian stuff. Can you imagine how much it costs to rebrand no. a stadium that big? They've got the big Indians I right know. there. That's what they're taking off. They're they're in the process of taking all that stuff off. I can't imagine. That has got to be a lot it of money. To rebrand. Wow. Speaking of rebrand. <laughs> X Church changing its X-Church. name again. I'm just kidding. We're changing just our name kidding. to Meta World Church. Uh, Instagram is now Beta. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh man, we've really gone off the rails really quick. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're happy for you. Thank you. And your Braves win. Yeah. Ted Studebacher hitting the first home run yes. of the game. Ted Studebacher, Freddie Freeman, know that joke. and Joe Hey, Jones. actually, something else that we could celebrate. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> I don't know why I said him. The other thing That's we bad. could celebrate was the uh, first college football playoff rankings came out. You. I'm okay with Ohio State's rankings and where they have us. Yeah. But not yeah. Cincinnati. That huh? sucks for Cincinnati. It does, but it actually makes sense. And they're going to get jumped again. It doesn't make no, sense. No, it does. They smote Notre no, Dame. They, they beat one team that was in the top 20. But that's Notre Dame. And Every year, Notre Dame. They're bad. Good one get year week. They never play players. anybody. But The problem they, is they also played Navy, who was 2-5, and five, and almost got beat. The last two weeks. Everybody run, almost loses the Navy. Not like Every they year. Did. It came down to the wire. They yeah. lost, the last two weeks, they barely beat really bad teams. And they said that. I watched the interview with the guy from it. That that came into the play. It's true. The Marines were playing Houston uh, last <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> don't talk. Okay. Because you don't know what you're talking about. But the, I actually oh heard gosh. that the other two teams that they put eight and nine are going to jump them. So Oklahoma, who is undefeated. The worst. And un- Wake Forest. Forest, who's undefeated, all have more difficult games. We got it's, time it's left. It's unfortunate. It's not Cincinnati. So, oh, yeah. We. But I'm just glad Luke Ohio Fickles State was last number five year and in we Cincinnati. Play. He's moving to Penn State because James Franklin's going to take the USC job. Is this what's going to happen? This I mean, is this, this a shuffle? That's what I think is going to happen. But anyway, this is not a sports podcast Whoa. as much as I would love I for would it love to it. be. Same. You. <laughs> but we are uh, talking about the recent events surrounding the name change behind Facebook. 
Facebook. Not the app. They're not changing the name of the app. But if anybody saw the super weird announcement videos of <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, who's the most normal person I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's kind of just like an everyday average Joe. I'm not a lizard. <laughs> I want to play that. I didn't get to day. show you. you There's this the, TikTok out there yeah, where he's – my brother told me about it. And I watch it every morning just to laugh a little bit. But it, he used the sweet baby rays, and he just says, like, he's trying to be a normal person. Just put the sweet baby rays on it. Sweet baby rays. Sweet baby rays. Oh, my gosh. And in his defense, his personality has not changed. I watched uh, his original interview yesterday, I think, from 2004, when it was called The Facebook, <laughs> of him on CNN, and he has not changed. No. He's the same person. Maybe you just have to be like that in order to do what he does. Yeah. But I don't know. Elon Musk is pretty cool. But Facebook changes their name to Meta, okay, yep. because they're shifting the priority of their company. Yeah. It's actually the parent company that owns Facebook, right. Instagram. What's because Facebook what's does up? a lot. WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Yeah. Facebook does a lot more than oh, the yeah. app. Facebook yeah. now they're into so many things. It's and actually called Meta Platforms, mm-hmm. and then it has. They're considering all of them under the umbrella. These new Meta Platforms. So, Russ, do you mm-hmm. do you like it? Do you hate it? Do you are you scared by it? What's going on? My first reaction was uh, <laughs> I found out about it by seeing the meme from The Office where Andy is like, call me Drew, and, and Jim's like, I'm not going to call you that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people, so, um, I think my more question is, I'm curious if you guys think, did they change the name because they wanted to create something new? Or I, I saw something, MSNBC did this whole thing on, they're like, this is just another example of a company that's in hot water trying to change their name to get rid of their – they brought up the whole thing of, like, uh, how JetBlue back in the day had all the the air traffic catastrophe, so they changed their name to AirTram so they wouldn't be sued. Yeah. Johnson & Johnson about 10 years ago had, like, a something where they were causing cancer with something, so they just took one of their products, put it under another name. To me, it seems like they've – for them to roll out something of this magnitude, they've had to been planning it for yeah. a while. You, you're talking about they just – I mean, they have signage that's already changed and up. Yeah. A branding – So is it just good timing like this, for them that they had I, already been planning on – Good bet, yes. I think I think so. There's no way possible because I watched the CBS um, evening um, – I don't forget what show it was on CBS. I think it was Dateline. I don't know. The report where they were minutes. interviewing the Facebook whistleblower, mm-hmm. as they call her. The lady that was working at Facebook, and then she resigned, and she has over a thousand pieces of information, pictures of documents, things that she's gotten that really shows that Facebook knew knew about Instagram, and they had studies and everything that showed that it was actually a very negative impact. Not total, but in, in general for especially for teenage girls. You mentioned Instagram, so what are what are all the companies they own? Facebook. Uh, I don't know. We have to look up. Well, they own Oculus. They own, um, like I said, Instagram, WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You can pull it up. They own quite a few. Yeah. But, but I, I just think it's, I think it's interesting timing. I think there is no way. We, we went through a little bit of a rebrand, and we mm-hmm. are nothing like Facebook. I can't imagine. They have, they have locations all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, their primary one, I think, is in Ireland. I think that... Interestingly enough, the reason why they have these all over the world is because they get out of paying taxes in certain places based on it. Mm-hmm. So they have Facebook headquarters in all. Of, I mean, they got one in California, got in Ireland, they got something, nothing in Australia, they got over in the um, 
Middle East. They have um, they have locations everywhere, and I think there's something about international rules about um, income and something. So I think they probably get out of a lot of taxes based on that. But this is crazy. All the companies Facebook owns. Oh, I'm let's sure. Hear, let's I encourage people to look it up, but it's like I can't even. Dozens? We don't have time to go. Dozens. I mean, what are some of the major over ones? Over twenty. Well, he just, they buy up competition. Yeah. They buy up technology. Well, one of the things we'll talk about, the Oculus and other things like that, mm -hmm. they buy up technology for things they want to create. Mm -hmm. So right. they just go and buy that company. They buy, they the buy their technology. Like they that's bought what, a biometric what, ID verification platform. Yep. They bought a uh, natural language processing technology. Yep. They bought um, a conversion AI. They bought uh, interactive video technology. They bought... I mean, just that's all for the metaverse. Enhanced employee communication app. I mean, it's that's, really that's what you do mm. if you're that big. They have sixty plus thousand employees. But they've been acquiring mm. companies since two thousand seven. Yeah. They acquired their first company. Wow! It's just go look at wild. I was I was looking at Facebook just because it's been in the news and uh, looking at their growth and profit mm. was fascinating. I didn't yeah. realize like they only made. How threatened like, do you think they feel from Parler? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not much, but there yeah. is a lot of competition coming out on YouTube, though. Uh, YouTube's getting a lot, of, oh yes, because they're demonetizing all these people who talk about all sorts of things. Yep. Um, but really, uh, it's called Rumble. Rumble's yeah, one of Rumble, them. I've heard of Rumble. Uh, and there's one more that I'm not sure what I know the name of, but yeah, I think that. Hmm. It'll be interesting to see if you see these new platforms come to light. But anyway, so the metaverse. Let's talk about the meta yeah. metaverse because uh, I think that's an interesting conversation. Um, I, I think that there's definitely a, you know all that stuff going on with the whistleblower. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know if anybody's like really surprised by any of that, right? I right. Mean, no. And at the same time, doesn't Facebook have all these, uh, because of that one uh, provision, they have like a, protection from any sort of i think they have protection against something that happens because of their platform mm -hmm. like everything that happened with cap uh with the capital riots and all that i think they they have i think that's a basic rule but right now i mean that's what that this uh, lady that was a former employee she just um testified before a senate subcommittee because they're actually looking at redoing internet rules Mm -hmm. So I guess that's something they created years and years ago but haven't touched, mm -hmm. which is what are the rules that we think we need? And I, I think it's kind of clear that they have, again, I know it's privately owned, but they have a beast of something they've created. I don't know. I mean, we could look up. I don't know how many users are on it now. It's probably around $2 billion. Well, that's just the app, but, yeah. But that, I mean, just Facebook alone. But, I mean, they, they've created something that's become a global market. And so I, I think whenever you have something like that, that's kind of typically when government gets involved and you, you see the. But it's shifted from becoming it. a place where we connect with people to a place where the, the app learns us. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The and that's the, that's the, the shift. It's is no that longer neutral. All of a sudden, no. they have acquired probably the most valuable thing mm -hmm. that any entity can ever acquire, and that's yeah. the data behind our behavior. Yeah. Right. And so we've all experienced the whole thing. And that's yeah. proven by how much money they make. Right. They sell marketing. And we've all you know, experienced the whole deal of, oh, I was just talking about buying golf clubs and uh, you know, I was, mm -hmm. but I want cheap Shows golf clubs, and so ad. I got an Instagram ad the second later for cheap golf clubs. Yeah, and we've all experienced that. Or I looked at a chair, and 
thought, I want that chair in my head, and mm. somehow it knew <laughs> that yeah. I thought that yeah. thought. But they're listening and watching. And how many? I've heard it said before that we've become the product. Yeah. Yes. Right. That Facebook, the app, or the entity is not the product, but we've become the product, and I think it's fascinating. But uh, I, I think we should talk about the metaverse a little bit because you are really excited about it. I am Tim. not excited about the metaverse. I, I think it's fascinating. But for, for the people who dangerous. don't know what the metaverse is, can you give well, your uh, IT no, it's not gifting IT to make uh, no. as a pastor, I can't, I can't. like complicated <laughs> things relatable? How, how many Unix did it take to make it? Because you've been saying that a lot right. lately. Is this what they were talking about in Revelations? <laughs> yeah. Unix is a language, programming language, a Unix is something else. What I love but is that Saint he assumes Nick. people know that, and okay. so lately he's been All being right. like, yeah, there are three eunuchs here the other day, and they I were just... I did not say that. So anyways, he's referring Have to something. Have you ever met one said. in person? Huh? Have you ever met one in person? A eunuch mm-hmm. programmer? Oh. Or a eunuch? Anyway, mm-hmm. Metaverse. Okay, yep. so Metaverse is just uh, is basically a virtual universe. That's all it is. Mm. It's a virtual world, a virtual universe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that has been in the works for quite a while. Did you watch it? Watch what? When he was explaining it, the announcement. Oh, and he yeah, actually and showed it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy yeah. uh, what they're actually trying to build out for it. You, if you if you want to just some idea of, I think where, like visually, where you could get this from, the movie Ready Player One, which was a book, and I think they actually, I I think Trey was telling me it's actually they have two. There's Ready Player One, and I think there's Ready Player Two. There's a second mm-hmm. uh, book already, um, but I think this idea is just a virtual world. Mm-hmm. It's getting getting lost in a virtual world. It's a world that doesn't really exist, but it absolutely exists. Yeah, it's a world that's not real, but it's a hundred percent real to everybody who's in it. Yeah, I mean, I, I we've been we've been making movies on this stuff for yeah. years. Movies where we've seen people that don't even leave their house. They sit in something and put something on, and they actually have physical sensation. And their their little robot, iRobot, their whatever is out, kind of being them in the world, so that they don't get viruses. And they and it's like a sterile society, and you know, there's no crime, you know, and it's like it's it's pretty crazy. And it's the idea of the vir- of a virtual world. Think about. I really think. And this is what is crazy to me because I, I grew up as a kid playing video games and video games were pretty, they were pretty, I guess you kind of, I don't know, pedestrian when Primal. I was a kid. I mean, mm-hmm. you're playing, you know, from Atari to Nintendo and to Sega Genesis and go, go through that iteration and Sega from Genesis. Pong and that to Sonic the Hedgehog, right? And mm-hmm. playing little games like that. And then I've watched in my lifetime video games go from being like an activity where you killed brain cells but had fun doing it to actually becoming a massive uh, media and um, business market where people are making tons of money on these things to then moving beyond that from just money to becoming like the creating the future. Hmm. Like, people are creating the future in these kind of virtual worlds. And so a lot of the gaming stuff, I think, is actually, um, has actually becoming integrated with now you have um, people like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, who, I, I, whether you like him, don't like him, think he's weird, definitely a visionary of taking mm-hmm. this kind of stuff to the next level, investing billions and billions of dollars into it. And um, where it goes, I mean, I, a lot of people are saying they think this is the next iteration of the Internet. Hmm. What I envision that I think is 
okay, so this is that it could be fun in that world. Like you can literally, I mean, everybody loves the idea of make believe because in a make believe world, you can do anything, you can be anything. There's also, there's no accountability, there's no responsibility. You can go into a video game world and you can shoot people and kill them and you don't have to worry about it because you didn't do it in real life. What I think is uh, interesting is that we have spent so much time as a culture and a society in virtual, in a virtual world already. What I mean by that is the amount of time that's, that's spent in gaming, but now you don't, because I remember when this shifted, you know, when I first grew up, you played video games by yourself. And then it changed to you play video games with other people. And so now you're online, you're talking to people, you're, you're, everything has become, it's, it's less surreal and it starts to become more real. There's people on the other end in your ear, you're talking on a microphone, so you're actually doing this community mm -hmm. virtual stuff together. You, you take that and then you add social media, which is a virtual world in itself where people feel like they have friends and they have connections, even though they've never seen them, they've never met them before, but like, oh yeah, there's my friend, you know, Bill, and you, know, you DM each other or whatever. You take all of that, and I guess the, the biggest thing I see is, where, where is the line between virtual and real end and begin? It's interesting, which I think our listeners should know. I think that you are kind of a skilled Call of Duty player. I play, right? Um, uh, no, Just be honest. not super skilled. Don't be bashful. No, I played. I played it a long bashful. time ago, but it was really um, Counter Strike. Was the, <laughs> was the thing when I was a kid. I was kind of no early, probably late. Teens, you still play a lot 20s. of Tetris? No. Listen, I haven't played a video game in a Duck long time, Hunt. bro. I haven't. Mm -hmm. Listen, I. Uh, that's not what I've heard from your yeah. son-in-law. No, I haven't played. I haven't played them in probably a year and a half, two years. It's pretty recent. <laughs> Listen, that's pretty recent. <laughs> I. I. Um, I think it's interesting. I, I, where I push back and I go, I don't know if it's always if it's going to be super intense at first, is because I feel like the pandemic's pushed us into a place where we've accepted a lot of technology a lot sooner, as far as like the timetable for things like virtual workplaces yeah. and yep. working from home. And I think it could go one of two ways. You go, I probably you know both of these are probably wrong scenarios, but you think we've we've gone into it so quick and so aggressively that culture will begin to reject it mm -hmm. because we mm -hmm. realize, oh, actually, I don't like working from home or yeah. either that or people do like it and they do like the flexibility, things like that offer. And so things like putting on your Facebook glasses to go to work every day mm -hmm. to see your virtual um, or I'm sorry, your meta glasses to see your virtual coworkers might be intriguing. But I like all of the utility that they're trying to create. So the education, things yeah. like that, mm -hmm. um, the education goals they have as far as making things more accessible. Like, I absolutely think it'd be better to sit in a college class with your Facebook glasses on than a lot of them mm -hmm. to be there. You know, a lot of my college classes, I feel like it would it'd be a lot better. I don't know. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. It's a whole new dimension in the world. Literally. Um, it really is. Mm -hmm. What did you um, think the internet was going to do when the internet came out? Oh my! What I, I mean, I I never could have imagined. I thought it was it was mostly a, an information holding place. Mm -hmm. When it first went there, it was like, oh, you can get information on this. Mm -hmm. When it did, and then uh, began to see that it that it opened the door for um, when they opened the door for anybody to be able to create a website, put something up. I remember creating my first website. This was back in probably the mid '90s, and like I just. 
it was just fascinating that you could create something as visual as you wanted to and, you know, put anything out there. And, and then it just, it's become just in the last 20 years, something I would have never imagined. Mm -hmm. I, I really just thought it was the interconnected that, Hey, you have a way to get information to all this to now. It's like, it's just a different world. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's a way whole beyond, different world. It's way beyond anything. Mm -hmm. Any of us could imagine. I think social media is the other end of that. Like that, we got connected. Once but we which got is why things like this are so monumental and momentous. I mean, these are huge moments in yeah. society because mm -hmm. I think about no one reads a physical paper anymore or right. very like, – yeah. shut down a certain yep. industry. Mm -hmm. uh, the Internet did. Um, there are things that just don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. And so the questions I'm asking are, wow, what is going to exist now that we can have – Can you imagine what the mm -hmm. pandemic would have been like if we have didn't have the Internet? Right, right, right. I mean, you go back 100 years to the Spanish flu, but we have no idea what that was like. But could yeah. you imagine if there was, like, lockdown yep. and you're hearing reports off of TV or radio? Well, I bet you no wouldn't have stayed at home huh? if there was no Internet. I bet you there would be no stay-at-home orders. Oh, well, that's a – who knows? That's a different – I don't know. I don't know. Because they, they, they had stay-at-home orders back, I mean, 100 years ago. I mean, that was, that it was the normal practice when there was an outbreak. And that for years and years. That's nothing. That is true. New. Martin Luther, he had he, he said he stayed at home during the yeah. was it the Black Plague. Yeah, probably. I don't know which one it was, but I mean, I'm just saying that was that is the normal protocol. What they did was the normal protocol. We for hundreds of years, whenever there was a plague, whenever there was something, it was and there was a, the the 14 days or this. There was a certain amount of time that you were supposed to go and shelter in place. So that 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 is not like a new thing. I don't. I think we would have probably still done that. I just. I just imagine what it was like. We, we would have lost a sense of connectedness that we did have because of technology. Mm -hmm. Zoom yeah. and all those other things that we all continue to continue right. to meet. The church, we continue to put out content. We continue to have, hey, let's connect online on Sunday. And we're in chat windows and we're watching something that we recorded. You know what I mean? Like, it definitely made life, I guarantee, a lot better than it could have been. Yeah, no, that's true. So, so what we're talking about, the internet, yeah. metaver, all this stuff, social media, what, what I think we need to recognize is all of it is a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking is um, this whole new world is just, just like any other technological leap. The uh, advantages and the disadvantages are both going to become more extreme. Mm -hmm. it, it was eerie for me, too. Like I don't read a lot of fiction, but for some reason, the last couple of fiction books I've read, one of Trey's suggestions was Ender's Game, this mm -hmm. early it's like American classic sci-fi I read last summer. And then when I was in Boston, I read Ted Decker's new book. He's a Christian fiction writer called Play Dead. And it's about these teenagers that get lost in a submersive virtual reality in a VR world <laughs> and all the – and so I, as I was watching uh, Zuckerberg explain and walk us through all that, it was very eerie. Yeah. Because I did kind of like you. I thought, okay, how far are we – this is a huge leap towards that world of being submerged in – a world in which we could get lost, and so I, I couldn't help but. But it is fascinating. But then, like you mentioned in passing, the 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 parts of those that are working hybrid or working remote, you know how much Google is spent in in creating more enjoyable and more adaptive work environments, whether it's hybrid or remote. And when I saw what they how you could throw something on a screen and you could you know from the comfort of your own home come in there and you're all in this office that you've yeah. designed, I'm like the 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 possibilities are limitless and i mean i thought about you know like me and my family that live in different states like the idea that we could bring our favorite music our favorite items our favorite 
all of the things from the external you world into this together. virtual world and actually like see those so again it's like okay it's impossible to predict but there's how deep are the advantages and disadvantages gonna be but it is fascinating it is fascinating i i think one of the hopes that i have for humanity is that something that is created or any sort of momentum towards something that um that takes us away from what we know to be good. So, mm-hmm. for example, I come from the era in my childhood, it wouldn't be odd for me to play video games for six, seven, eight hours at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you feel like garbage when you're done. Yeah. Okay. Um, the people who a couple of years ago were addicted to Pokemon Go and they're always on their phone playing Pokemon Go. I mean, they'd be driving down the road. That's the one where you try to find the little things. Right. It's like a virtual world. It's like a metaverse, okay? Mm. But that there are negative implications to the technological advancement, negative physical implications to the technological advancements that we make. And so I think that there is something to be said. Like if you were to ask people probably from more your guys' generation that remember Mm pre-internet more than I do, there are some things if if we would have known what that would have done to us that, was definitely better that way. Yeah. You know, the pace of life, the lack We the, were dumb and happy. We didn't need it. Right. Yeah, yeah, the two things <laughs> we the, didn't need it. The two know? things I thought mm-hmm. as I was watching on the on the negative extremes is what is the new how much is this going to raise the addiction factor? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um and how much is this going to raise social isolation mm-hmm. and people that well, don't know how to actually engage and be it's, present? It's, I mean, is this going to become rather than something that's fun to engage in? It's going to be an escape world. Yeah. Oh like yeah. Where people are escaping relationships, they're escaping responsibilities, they're escaping that because man, I go in this world, and oh by the way, there might not be any. There's no, um, you know, there's there's no accountability mm-hmm. in a virtual world, at least to begin with. Just the same way, there's no accountability with the internet, and they're now working on oh yeah. we need this. I promise you, that's where they'll go. Right. It'll be a virtual world. So you can go and do and say anything you want, mm-hmm. but then when they realize all these people are on here and that it's actually affecting people psychologically, it's affecting people emotionally, it's affecting people physically, then someone's going to go, wait a minute, we need to put some rules. I mean, that's basically been the story of social media. It's been the, the story of all of them. That's why yeah. we're having these questions and about what Facebook can, and And what Instagram. can you do? What, like, the, what can and can't you do in these virtual worlds? Like, I'm even, the, maybe it's dark, I even think, like, what, what will constitute as crimes? Like what will constitute in a predatory world, in a world with? Um, well, there are things that are con- that are constituted as crimes on the internet now. Sure. That that in a way are virtual, but they're not. Yeah. So I, I'm assuming that it's going to be the merging of the two. But then, in the, the positive merging. way, what will I mean? What what kind of worship experiences could a church have with the underground church in China? I mean, the, so again, it's like there's there's both of these extreme. I know it's extreme, I, I, but I, like I, I yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I've got I've got concerns just because I I think we've already we've seen and we've lived in a world where people stay home and mm-hmm. they watch an experience. Yeah, you engage with it to an extent. But even that, you'd but say it's not as it's not it's not as engaging. No. It's not, not as the engaging. Same. It's not no. the same. But you also, when it comes to the church, we'll just just to mention that one. We, one of the things we all recognize as being around it is the church is not an experience. Yeah, the church is not a service. Yeah. There's far more to it. It's the engagement. It's the connection of community. It's the coming together. It's the, the there, there is something that is, that is, I'm grateful that we have the online mm-hmm. stuff and we have a way for people to connect 
but but there, I mean, it's got to go to a sense of community. It's yeah. got to go to a sense of, of well. There's of even that. a backlash now. A lot of the just over the last two months, like a lot of the larger churches are starting to either do away with online or uh, like Mosaic, they will only record their online the person speaking directly to the camera and show, but they will actually refuse to show the live experiences. It's a different experience. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. a different it's like experience. So you have to be there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, but the whole idea of there is in the physical world, in the real tangible world, there is implications to the technological advancements that we make. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, I, like I said, I think that there's, there can be great utility with all this stuff yeah. if it's done right. But you just wonder, like, it, one is our, like, right now you see our governments having trouble keeping up with the change of yeah. information and the change of, you know, the famous senator or Senate summon committee, mm -hmm. you know, uh, talking to Mark Zuckerberg. And mm -hmm. you got Orrin Hatch, who's 87 years old from Utah, who's been in the Senate for 150 years. And <laughs> he said, uh, so what exactly can you do with what? this yeah. Internet? You know, and it was like, <laughs> well, a meme, you can like do email. Oh, yeah, he was yeah. explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. the Internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's not how it works. Uh, but, you know, you have the bodies, the regulatory bodies, right, yeah. who make sure things are safe and make sure they're exposed to. Um, keep things in line that they just can't keep up. And so it'll be fascinating. Technology is just changing so much quicker than all of uh, all of the current structures that we have in place. Yeah. And I think the psychological impact of mm -hmm. it is, is always lag behind mm -hmm. with everything, with the Internet. Like there was – you. I think this is – to me, this is kind of the way it always – new technology comes, there's an excitement mm -hmm. because new technology brings – uh, new ideas. It brings new way of doing things, new convenience to our lives. Mm -hmm. So, like, I remember when smartphones came out. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. You mean I could get my email right here all the time, not just when I get home and get on the computer? Did you have a BlackBerry? So, yeah. I had, I had a BlackBerry. My, I had mom's, a flip phone. my mom is BlackBerry. And, She's uh, always on but, it. I mean, I so, so when smartphones, so whenever new technology comes out, there's an excitement uh, because of what it gives you, what it brings. And so there typically is probably generationally there's there's a group of people that quickly embrace it there are some that quickly reject it and then it takes time and those who quickly reject it tend to come along those who quickly embrace it they go all in i mean it's just the way it's gone so we see the the pros of technology and, and new advancements usually on the front end mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's after we've had it for a while that the negative effects begin to show up it's mm -hmm. a lag measure and w like a, for example with the whole um evidence of the stuff coming out about instagram and that it causes uh it can cause detrimental harm to um especially the young girls that was kind of what came out of it because of the way they see their bodies the way that it is it's you know we see the rise of all this stuff that's mm -hmm. going on with them and and their their body image and all this other good stuff like, no one's thinking about that when you're creating a platform going, because you imagine Instagram when we could just post, anybody could get on there and they could just share, and we'd be able to share images with each other and how connected families could be from across the country. It all sounds great. We don't ever see the negative impacts until after. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think, um, but I think we're getting a little wise to it. We've been through enough technology that I think there are a lot of people that are looking at something like the metaverse and they're going, wait a minute, what, you know, so now... I, now people aren't going to know the difference between what is real and what's not. People, like you said, your generation would it'd be nothing to spend six or seven hours a day online playing a video game. 
Well, if you're starting to spend almost half of your waking hours in a virtual world, at some point, what's going to be real? Well, Because you step out of that and your real, real world isn't great. <laughs> because you spend all your time yeah, in your virtual real world. So in college, we were playing Grand Theft Auto Five, okay, which is a horrible, you know, yeah. morally horrible game. But it's, a, <laughs> but we would, it would be on all the time. I'm talking from the we had I had four roommates and we would take turns playing it. So when one of us was in class, and it was so engaging that it was just we we all played it all the time. When we weren't playing it, we were watching the person playing it, and we would just <laughs> it would always be on. So we'd beat this game right and. You, we'd play it for so long that it got to, and it was so realistic that we got to the point where, you know, you walk outside and you feel like you can break into this car <laughs> because you're just, <laughs> it's in, it's that's scary. It is. It's kind of like when it you is. leave a movie that's been going on for a while that's been really realistic oh, and yeah. you're like, you get in a car and you're always, what was that, a gunshot? Yeah. Exactly. My way, you, know? <laughs> you start driving. Like, <laughs> I can drive like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I really feel Every time I leave a movie, that's exactly so how So that's I feel. a great question. Is it, does it carry over to the real world? <laughs> but yeah, I, how dangerous? I, I think it's, that's an interesting phenomenon, but even more so, one of the things that's made me really, uh, it's really made me really consider whether or not humanity can handle yeah. uh, more technology, and it's actually given me hope, is the way that people have um, run to TikTok as a new platform, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because might, some people might be like, oh, it's just more social media, but what it, it's a whole different type of thing to where people really are their authentic selves on on this app and it's really funny <laughs> it's really i mean i'm sure there's some bad stuff on there but for the most part i love that thing it's so funny and uh people are so funny uh people are so authentic people it's like a, a quicker youtube now like i go there to learn things so if i want to like frame my basement i'll go to tiktok and and get a three-minute video, which is like a condensed 20-minute YouTube video on how to frame a basement. I mean, there's 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 70. So it's helpful. It's funny. People are authentic. And it just doesn't. I mean, I'm sure there's negative stuff. It just doesn't seem to be that negative for the most part. Or at least we've displayed the ability right. Yeah. Right, to almost create a, at least a portion of an app that seems almost to enhance at least my life, but you guys need to get TikTok if you don't have one. I love that crap. I have it, but don't use it. I don't have one. Oh, it's so great. I, re- I refuse just because my daughters had it, and they would send me cat videos or whatever. I know. And you and you'd and you'd watch it, and then it would immediately start scrolling to another one, and mm-hmm. you'd see seven seconds of another one going, "Oh, I want to see that," and then another one, and I realized real fast, I was like. It does I seem the one danger of it. I will get lost forever. I will waste too much time. I, it's literally, it's not because I don't want to. I am refusing to get it because I'm afraid I will waste too much time on it. It does seem like with every new social media platform, it reduces humanity's attention span even more. Yeah. Yes, but I have um, two things to address your thing. I've been, this is early on, I was more that way. Then it's less so. But. TikTok has videos on there that they post and say, you've been scrolling for a while. Why don't you stop oh, do and go they? do something else? Oh, that's nice. Which that's is, cool. is yeah. very good. But I do feel shame that that's come up with me on TikTok. <laughs> and also... It's embarrassing. Yeah. What were you, what did you just mention? Attention, attention span. Oh, yeah. It, but the most popular podcast that exists is three hours long every oh, episode. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yes and no. 
So, but I think. But people, as far as focus, people, yeah, I think people do podcasts. I'm focused they, that they whole podcast. To them. I think they listen to them more than they watch them, and they put them on while they're working out, doing something else. And well, well, um, to sh- to shift it a little bit, one thing that's you know, like you mentioned this yesterday. I mean, one thing that's maybe worth mentioning is aside from the technological potential threats of the metaverse, is it is inspirational. Yeah, that a guy after this much time can be so bold to say, hey, I'm going to change the entire direction. I'm going to change the entire name and I'm going to create, you know, one of the, we mentioned it a lot on this podcast, but one of the guys that we listen to or one of the podcasts about already and Ermit McManus, one of the things he always says that I really resonate with is that, um, you know, when he's done Ted talks, he's looked at, okay, every species creates something. And his argument is that, you know, uh, bees create honey and spiders create webs and that humanity is the only species that actually creates the future. It's the only species mm-hmm. that actually imagines a future and then creates it. And I do think what Mark Zuckerberg is doing, whether it's the kind of future we need or not, is a really beautiful, inspiring picture of that. And so I think, you know, it, 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 it at least causes me to ask the question like, okay, what, what, if he can do that, like, well, I what what kind of good future yeah, do I, I want to create? The, what kind of I love the forward-looking uh, um, spirit of what they're doing. Like to be the most successful social media conglomerate, because it's not just one platform in the world with more users than anybody else. And to go, hey, we're going to change our name, or at least mm-hmm. the name. But they're changing their stock ticker mm-hmm. as of December first. I mean, so they're they're. To, to and changing rebranding, we talked about it. it. That not only is expensive, it's all this stuff. But but he's trying to. I don't think he's mm-hmm. doing it to get out of hot water, because uh, I I do think they must have started on this years ago. Branding mm-hmm. takes a long time. I that'd be my guess. But I, I think it is. He's trying to put out there. This is where we're headed, mm-hmm. and that's why I think he's kind of pushing the name and and everything is because I think he's dropping the vision of this is mm-hmm. where it is. Plus. He's probably getting – I mean, there are other companies. I think I heard Elon Musk possibly invested a billion dollars into a form of or a portion of the metaverse and some of the, the technology with it. And so I I, I applaud someone Pocket like that. Change. That's a, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah, a, to Elon Musk. That's a lot of – The richest man in the world. I know. That is, but that's a lot of um, – I don't know. I just think most people would tell you, you're successful. Don't change anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm impressed by people that go, yeah, we've been successful, but for the, vi- the future that I see, we have to change things. Yeah. And so I, I kind of admire it. I, like you said, though, I'm not sure if it's a world we want. You know, it's interesting. I joke uh, about that Liver King guy that I follow that I sent. I've been oh, taking yeah, his yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You've been looking at his stuff. No, I haven't, but you talked about <laughs> I bought his supplements. Oh, me too. Mm. I take them every day. Mm. Oh, I hate but liver. he is, I mean, his whole idea is he's created he's a fitness guy and he's created these like primal tenants okay these nine primal tenants and his whole idea is that reconnecting with the way that the you know early humans more so lived and connecting with the earth and bonding with people that are close to you and getting sun and all these mm-hmm. things that you know and putting your phone down and so i found it as kind of a nice yang to the yin of all the digital that is we're involved in every day whether it's phones or TVs or like Think, I'm not kidding. Thinking, I want to walk outside barefoot every mm-hmm. morning, even if it's for like a couple seconds. <laughs> because how often do we? 
Do you, mm-hmm. you have shoes on all day, every day. You yeah. you never leave the confines of a building, especially when it gets cold. And yeah. and it's just you move from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing to so thing. So you, you go out in the morning barefoot yes. for a few mm-hmm. seconds, then you come in and get on TikTok for three hours. Exactly. That's, but you got to go, you have got to go the, back outside. No. At least you got them both in your mind. <laughs> but your the life. whole idea of... Um, yeah, and he he's extreme. I mean, he does yeah. these like simulated failed hunts. <laughs> just, oh I mean, it is. They follow him. He's Entire liver king. Entire tree branches. Yeah, in the middle of great. field doing squats. He's and, great. Oh yeah, my. it's awesome. Eats raw uh, liver and raw I can't bovine I can't, testicle I can't and all sorts of I things. For it. it's just yeah. Yeah, it's that's, gross. One, that's one of those things I can't do. Well, then but, the supplements would be perfect for you. Right. Yeah. He does. They're in a pill form. Yeah. But I don't know. I, it's one of those things like, is the technology better or is that better? Is the future that is being created better or is the past better? better. That's, a, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. We were having this kind of in a, a real religious context. Yeah. Okay, so, so excuse this if you're not a religious person. But we were having this conversation yesterday, and he was like, well, when I read my Bible, I want to read the actual paper Bible. Mm-hmm. So I have a plan, and I do this, and I said, I read it on you version. Mm-hmm. But I have a streak going, so I got to keep my streak going. So, <laughs> so, but, but I think it's kind of like, again, it's, it's technology, and it's asking that question: Is the new technology really better? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's a great question. Or is it? I, a good, I mean, or is it a good balance? I mean, because there's, I, I feel like a lot of times, even with health stuff, like we've had this conversation, but like when you look at the way the East tends to approach healthcare and and uh, and intrinsic health in the way the West tends to approach it, which is almost primarily man-made pharmaceuticals and medicines and treating the symptoms, um, whereas the East would be tend to be way more holistic and you know a lot of things that can't be measured under a microscope, chi and meridian energy levels and more diet and more um, types of yoga. Um, Pollution, prob- overpopulation, and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got its. Right. it's got Don't its, have access to healthcare. Yeah, it's got right. its bad parts to it. But traditionally, most of them. <laughs> Communism. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about their healthcare. And well, they, I mean, and, it affects the health. And most of the most of the islands and the people in those islands do tend to live way longer. But I mean, it's probably both and. I mean, Why I would say, I would say Liver King would be a version of what they do is way more holistic, way more. But if um, I'm having to get my arm amputated, then give me some medicine. I think it's both and. I think yeah. it's. Okay, so last question then with this. Let's just do this. Last question. Go around. What do you, if you're imagining what the future is going to be, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, technology advancements, um, kind of like the whole uh, Back to the Future movies where, you know, what was it, 2020 or whenever it was? What was the date? That, uh, 1985 the date? or was something? It, well, that was the original date, but remember in the yeah, second yeah, 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 one, yeah. there was a date which we passed a couple years mm-hmm. ago that everybody was, they went to the future and everybody's right. in flying cars and flying hoverboards. And then that date came and we were like, no, that hasn't happened. So, what do you envision? What are some things that you think? I think this is what we're going to see. And something's going to be created, something that like this, I just think this is the world that we're going to have. What do I think that we're going to see? I'll, I'll give you a couple first, and yeah. give you time to think, because um, I've thought about this a little bit. <laughs> I have. I've thought about different things. This um, is why you asked the question. Uh, no, I, I thought about it. Um, I think with the metaverse, I think, I think the, the big tie-in is going to be with social media. I think social media is very 2D. Um, you scroll through on a flat screen. 
you know, you DM, it's, it, you know, you, you connect with people on kind of a loose way. I think that it's going to become 3D and virtual. Mm -hmm. So Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Just imagine when you're engaged with your friends or your followers, but you're actually seeing them in 3D. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a, another version of community, social media community, but I think it's going to feel a little bit more real than what it has. That's just, that's just a guess of what we're going to see in regards to the metaverse and social media. Mm -hmm. That's one. I've got, I've got some other ones, but I'll let you go. Um, I think some good things. Uh, I think 10 years from now, 10 to 20 10. years from now, almost, um, I feel like um, a good portion of everything will be sustainable energy. So I think that's going to be a good, um, a good advancement. Um, I think... Like clean coal. Clean coal. <laughs> that's sustainable. Friends of coal. Um, I think... How about you? I think AI. <laughs> I, have, I mean, I have so it's many hard. thoughts, I but mean, I don't. To, it's a hard one just to kind of. No, I know. I, immediately so I go two around. places. I go to education. I think education is going to be completely different. I mean, AI. I think completely different college experience. I think the uni mm. traditional university experience is going to implode, actually, because I'm, I'm, we are in a I'm, world I'm, where you can legitimately learn more on YouTube yeah. than you can in paying $60,000 a year for a traditional college experience. And so now I don't think that – I think the pandemic's put a lot of um, – put a lot of – What about the people that say college is as much about the experience as it is what you learn? That's fine, but the numbers don't flesh that out. College enrollment is going down is going across down. the country. Well, I agree. It's going and down. And so I think that that means something. Um, uh, and I, I like And that. I would say there's a whole generation okay. moving forward that would say, actually, I made a whole bunch of mistakes in college and shouldn't yeah. have oh, had the freedom yeah. that I made. And I, no, I agree. And I, and I, I just hear this from other parents uh, as I've got one who graduated college, one who's going to college. One of the things I hear from some of the parents, just of, of you know, mm -hmm. kids about the same age and all that, is I just want my kids to have the college experience. And I've always told my kids I'm not paying for a college it's, experience. But yeah, but that's definitely so, like a, a – <laughs> boomer gen x parent mentality yes i agree that it That'll is probably go away i think it's It'll going go away because my will. generation i don't know if there's anybody who's like yeah that was a really valuable experience for no, me no. i think it, it's like away, more so that uh there's a lot of mistakes people made a lot of things i'm ashamed of there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. yeah i wish i could have uh, not done addictions that. that i picked up exactly about it. yeah for sure um and debt and debt that I'm that's for sure and i can't buy a house because i got to make an entire and joe biden hasn't forgiven it yet forgiven it i'm sorry dang it may not so that's a good one you, you think, you think, uh, think education, education is going to look way gonna different? I, I, I'm down with that. I think the gas station experience will be different, too. Yeah. I think that with electric vehicles, it'll be a whole different experience. Mm -hmm. So I do think we'll have yeah. electric vehicles. By the way. Here's why I think electric vehicles will become the thing. Yeah. is because they're freaking fun to drive. Oh, and so they are one. awesome. Yeah. And We've been talking about them for All the last of days. the advancement in the electric. It's not like something that's super woke and like it's something that's super, uh, you know, for Facebook, metaverse. Like I even think electric cars are different because – the experience, experience is, is better, yeah. and the technology in the cars is so much better. you got a crab-walking Hummer and a 14-inch display thing on your thing yeah. that when you're parked, you can watch your YouTube on it. And mm -hmm. it's like uh, you've got uh, – you know, you can not have your hands on the steering wheel, and it'll drive for you, yep. and it'll go zero to 60 in a second and a half. It's like these are things that make I, driving cars awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I oh, think yeah. that – in order for these things such as metaverse to become maybe just to bring the conversation full circle and we can wrap it up but in order to, for these 
things to become more mainstream. I think whereas the whole um, uh, burst of technology, like um, we're really in a, in a revolutionary type of age, okay? Mm-hmm. Like the Industrial Revolution did one thing. Like yep. there's a whole technological revolution with yep. social media and um, – Well, the internet. The internet. internet, internet social media, into virtual social world. Media, into virtual world. Uh, I think that Smart was its phones. own, re- you know, technology into cars. I mean, there's all sorts yeah. of things that, um, data, all, all these things. Uh, that's its own revolution. I think yeah, that's going to actually calm down because I think we have a certain awareness of, wait a second, I actually want this to uh, enhance my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Electric that's my hope will. for that. Electric car will. It is. I, it's I, so I'm cool. with you. I was mm-hmm. gonna say. I was gonna say as well. I'm with you on the electric guitar. Electric guitars. Electric, electric cars. cars. I think those I, are electric guitars are gonna stay. Yeah. I think electric cars are going to be the future. Mm-hmm. There may be some other source of moving them at some point, but you know, if they can figure out how to take some kind of, you know, nuclear fusion and put it into something and control it over a long period of time, that'd be mm-hmm. amazing. But mm-hmm. I do think. Electric cars, and I was going to say, and we can talk about Elon Musk on another episode at some point, but uh, I, I heard him on in an interview alluding to that he believes Apple is working on an electric car. Oh, so, yeah, they've been working and on it for a long time. Because he was like, oh, why else would you hire a 1,000 engineers? But mm-hmm. it's hard to produce cars, what Elon Musk it is. He's even saying it's really hard. But, I mean, but that's fascinating. Can you, I mean, if Apple gets into the electric car business, mm-hmm. I'm not saying it will be great, but I'm saying people will buy it because that's a cult. I will say the thing that's happening <laughs> Just like sooner Tesla. than mm-hmm. – and the thing that's happening sooner that culture is becoming more, more and more comfortable with is self-driving cars. I was, mm-hmm. I was gonna, that's what I was going to add. I, I think we're 10 years away – Maybe more. I don't know. But I think we're that for all cars being self-driving. Well, that's what I meant by sustainable energy in 10 years. I think um, was you meant self-driving, self-driving cars. cars. I'm talking about, well, I meant sust- I'm talking about cars, <laughs> electric cars. Yes, I know. But I, I, mean, I meant self- that primarily in yeah, the, uh, the, what we'll in do the area of vehicles. Yeah. yeah. I just think the that's the number one. Though, because even like my daughter got a, a, new, a new Nissan mm. this year and it has it's got its own version they're working on it ProPilot assist and you can literally drive down the freeway and you you they want you to keep a hand on the wheel you don't mm-hmm. have to it'll yell at you but it turns as the road turns but if you look at tesla they have full self-driving you punch it in from your house address stops yeah. at stop signs stop lights, it's got the valet mode where it'll, it'll go come park to your you, car and it'll come to you, to you. I, I think but i think everybody's working on that technology every car yep. manufacturer is doing it right yes yeah, so let's save this for the next one Okay, we'll talk about we'll talk about stuff later. And there's so much stuff to talk about. Well, like, okay, how well, does the interior of cars change when oh. you don't have to drive them anymore? Does it become more like an office? Do you have a desk? Do you have a TV? Wow. Anyway, Anyways. that's all for this episode of Metaverse, <laughs> uh, Facebook, and um, what else do we talk about? The Braves. So right. uh, we're so glad that you stuck it all the way out to the end of this conversation. But as always, we would love it if you'd email us at podcast at the X dot church. What do you think? We want to know. What do you think is the future? Yeah. What do you think? What do you, what do you think about, about Metaverse? Are yeah. You scared do you think it's the mark of the beast we want to know that have you stopped being monetized on youtube like what's going on with you so just send us an email like and share this podcast this conversation and we're so grateful for you we'll see you for next time on the x podcast